Welcome to the Natalie Parker Studio Podcast, the podcast for women artists who are ready to pursue their creative dreams so that they can thrive both in life and in business. I'm your host, Natalie Parker, artist and mentor to women creatives around the globe. In this podcast, I'll share with you the strategies, principles, and mindset that you need to build a purposeful and fulfilling creative business. If you're ready to be inspired, encouraged, and equipped to build the art business of your dreams, then you're absolutely in the right place. Let's dive in to today's episode. Well, hey there, artist, and welcome to another episode of the Natalie Parker Studio Podcast. It's Natalie here, ready to dive into today's topic with you, which I've titled, Nothing is Wasted. Here's the thing. In life, as well as in your art business, not everything is going to go to plan. And for a planner like me, (laughs) that can be very, very hard to hear. Sometimes we can spend countless hours and dollars on a new business venture only for it to produce little to no results. Okay, so as an example in your art business, uh, whether this is spending months preparing for an art show only to sell nothing, or you've gone and you've scheduled out weeks worth of social media posts, you thought they were amazing, only for them to have low reach and engagement. Or perhaps you've invested thousands of dollars with a web designer for a beautiful art website, only for it to sit there in cyberspace with little to no traffic or sales. When you're starting out in your art business, and I tend to help a lot of artists in this season, you're going to be trying a whole lot of new things, okay? So whether that's from exploring different styles, it could be you're playing with across different types of social media. So you might be going, you know, do you like the facey books? Do you like the IGs, Instagrams? Are you a fan of the tickety-tock? All those kinds of things. It could be that you are exhibiting in different shows and seeing how that works for you. So it might be you're doing solo, you're doing group shows. It could be that you're doing other shows where you're online as well. There's lots of different options. You may be looking into doing markets, okay, and figuring out how that all works and does that work for your business. You might be popping your work into new home or decor stores, You could be learning about your email marketing and developing your website. This is just, I know, I'm getting overwhelmed myself. (laughs) This is just to name a few things. And all of these things that I'm bringing up actually at the moment are things that we do teach you the how to do in the Art Business A to Z program, which is our ongoing program, which I love, love, love this because then you don't have to figure it all out on your own, okay? Then I'll pop a link is in the show notes if you want to learn more about that. Here's the thing, though, with all of these things when we're starting out our business, they all require time and often a financial commitment, not to mention a faith and heart commitment. We often approach each new activity or venture in our businesses, especially when we're new, with this beautiful, full heart of faith and 100% commitment. It's almost like this naivety that everything, this is the best idea and everything's going to work out magically. And I love that and I never want you to lose that. However, 
over time, we can find our enthusiasm (laughs) in our business weaning off a bit. And the reason for that is because we get not back okay so we build up walls we start to question why am I even doing this art business thing you know I've been trying all these different things the sales aren't coming in or it's not growing as fast as I wanted it to and then we can feel like we have wasted so much time so much money and so much energy but the truth is that nothing that you have done in your life and in your business is wasted everything you've trialed tested and executed has taught you something and given you valuable experience and what I want us to do today is to reframe these business ventures these business tests these activities all these things that we have invested in from a position of experimentation Rather than this is a win or lose approach. Because when we go into it like that way, say for instance an art show, we go in and we're like, "Uh, it's only going to be successful if I sell everything. And then you don't, you kind of just write it off as it's an invaluable experience. Whereas if you go into it from an experimentation perspective, like a scientist, you're like, okay, I'm going to try this art show. I'm going to see how it works. I'm going to measure you know, what works sell or don't sell. I'm going to measure how well I experience, you know, um, the practical realities of preparing and setting up for a show. Was I happy with the gallery or, you know, did you put it on yourself? There's so much you can learn and take, um, I guess, a valuable experience and valuable data from that's going to help you improve in your art business, okay? So this is where I want you to get this mindset that nothing is wasted Everything is actually really, really helpful for you to learn and to align your business with the direction that you want to go and to improve it. So I'm going to give you some personal examples. I'm going to go up three examples here of things that have happened in my business, how I have viewed them and the results that I've gotten or the lesson that I've learned from them. Okay, so the first one was I had this... um, art show that I had entered into it was a really big art show in New Zealand I was at the highest level it was the year before I was going to it was my last year of full-time teaching okay I was moving to Melbourne the following year being a full-time artist this show I had like put my oh my gosh lots of money faith commitment all that stuff into going in the heart of gold thinking this is going to be great and it's going to lend well into my transition to being full-time so as an example and the lead up to that show of course so first of all you had to apply and actually get into that level so that required it took I was in that show on and off for about 10 years at different levels and during that time my work had improved I had tried to get into that top level I think twice or three times um, I had applied a couple of times I didn't get in there's a big lessons in rejection and persistence and improving your work there in itself um, but this time I did get in okay so that journey in itself and getting in was huge then there was in terms of the investment there was six months of my studio time okay preparing the work so all the paintings for this particular show I was putting in like 25 to 30 pieces I think 
all of which had to be painted, varnished because it's drop and go, um, sorry, cash and carry, so they can take it with them. I put frames on them. At that time, I built the frames. <laughs> Crazy. But I built the frames with, um, I was working in a technology block at the time, time at the same time as teaching design and visual communication. And so I had access to a workshop and I was also teaching woodwork to boys of all things. And so uh, myself and one of the other teachers, we made these really cool frames for each of them. So there was that time, then there was the promotion, there was the money I invested in the paint supplies and the frames and the wood and the canvases. There was the money that I spent, which was over a thousand dollars on the standalone. As well as that, there was the investment of my time. You know, like you had to drop your work off, you had to set up. I had to be there for four days, long days standing beside my work as well so there was all of that kind of investment okay now I always like to look at the ROI or the return on investment so my results from that six months of commitment all those finances all that time at the end of this show my results in terms of financial results were zero I sold nothing throughout that whole show now to stay to say I was devastated a little bit of an understatement um but I was I was I was really gutted that there's a lot of work okay a lot of pressure I put on myself and I didn't get any sales in that show now I could have stopped there and gone I suck my work sucks I'm never going to exhibit ever again but what I did do was go hold up I have done all of these works over the last six months I have been sharing them on my social media at the time I had my own website my own email list my own community of collectors all of whom may not necessarily have lived in the town where the show was couldn't come into the show but they were looking at the work loving it telling me it was going to do really well okay so I already have my own fan base so what I decided to do instead was to go, okay, I didn't sell them in that show. I'm really embarrassed. I'm really gutted about it. I shared that with my community. But then I went and got took all of those works and I put them on my own database and I emailed you know, them out and I ended up selling the majority of them before I then moved to New Zealand, uh, to Melbourne. Okay, so... <laughs> There was a lot to learn there, okay, a lot to unpack. The lesson that it taught me was that I was really good at marketing my own work to my own warm clients, okay, and what it means by warm clients, these people have been following me some, you know, a couple of years, some five years, some seven years on the Facebook that I had running and they had already invested in my work and they were happy to invest again. So I was really good at selling to my warm leads. It taught me that... I can put on a great show and that my work is quality just because it didn't sell in one show doesn't mean that it is not valuable. It just meant that it wasn't in front of the right audience. Okay, so that particular show, I was watching the work that was going out and a lot of it was um, more neutral tones and lots of landscapes and those kinds of things. And mine were bright oranges and pinks, bold flowers like real saturated color that needed a certain kind of client okay and they just weren't coming through that show so that was fine 
it taught me the value of having my own email marketing system and I think I mentioned this but it taught me to back myself and my ability to sell directly to my own clients and how much I like that because with the show of course there's not only the cost of the wall but then there's like the 20 I think I was 25% commission so I was really gutted that I sold nothing at that show and then I went and sold them directly to my clients without that commission and you end up making more money. So there were so many different lessons that I had learnt in that particular scenario. Okay, the second example that I have for you is markets. Okay, now I mentioned before over the last summer season that we had here in Melbourne, I decided to do another season of markets. I'd done them back in New Zealand. Some of them were great, some of them were a bit naff. But hey, it was a valuable learning experience. For some people, the markets do really well. For myself, having been through, done them a couple of times now, they don't work well for me and for my business. And let me explain to you. So here's what I had, okay, in terms of the investment that I made into this venture. The summer season, okay, so Saturdays, sometimes Sundays, you know, like we did about two or three markets a month. And I say we, me and my husband, so we had to get up super early. We had to prepare the night before. Often we'd load our truck up um, with all of my stuff. We'd get up early, we'd drive, we'd set up the marquee, set up the store. All of this stuff can take like two to three hours, depending on how fast you are. You're there at the market for sometimes five, six hours. <sighs> then you pack down and you drive home. Okay, so there's all that time commitment. Then there is the financial investment of the store fees. There was the financial investment of getting all my market gear sorted for the show. So, of course, I had to have a marquee. I had to have tables. I had to have weights. I had to have all of my product stock. And I had to pay for, obviously, for the for the fees for the markets. And they were all different prices. Then we had our travel cost for the gas. We had lots of tolls. <laughs> and then you're at the markets and you're hungry. You're not near homes. So you end up buying food. All those costs. Not to mention, I was doing this all magically timed during my first trimester when I had all day nausea. So to say it was fun, yeah, I'm joking a little bit there. There was a lot of financial, physical um, energy going into this particular venture in my business and strategy. In terms of the return on investment I got, only two out of those, I think, six markets were profitable enough for me to be like, yeah, that was kind of worth my time. Okay, the other four were not. And when I looked at, and I didn't dare calculate how much time and how much return on investment. It was really poor and really low, okay? So the lessons that I learned after that, that for me personally, and this is not for everyone, because there are great artists that have really, really good times at markets, but for me, it's not really the best return of investment on my time and the finances. It's, you know, like I could be making like $5 an hour or something, which doesn't float my boat. What it did do though was it pushed me to find a smarter and a better system for me that not only conserved my energy, because one, like I said, I was had all day na nausea in that markets, and I know if I'm going to carry on doing markets, I'm going to be bigger, more highly pregnant. How am I going to do that when I'm like 
yeah really big and it's energy I'm not going to be able to like everything around I don't want to stand around all day what happens when my child is born I don't really want to be rocking up to markets with this little baby and holding him you know for like only like like pennies on the dollar to make it the show so I was like okay there has to be a better way now I knew that I was really good at online sales, especially for things like my prints. So I was not selling a lot of prints before I went to the markets. It wasn't something I was heavily investing my time in my business. It was mainly originals. So I had those there and I got all the stock right for the markets. And then I come back and I'm like, no, markets aren't going to happen for me. I've got all the stock. So it forced me to find a better system. So I found an online system that worked a lot better for me to sell my prints through a sales funnel that I now have and I don't have to leave my house. I don't have the financial investment, the time investment. I run this ad that goes direct to my funnel. It's selling my prints every day. It's upselling them for me. I can spend like two days a week around packaging, taking it to the post office. It is so much more profitable and so much better for me and in terms of where I want to go with my business and the changes that are happening in my life as well. The other thing that I learned with those markets was my work is quite high end. It was very, uh, especially my originals that were there, they're quite highly priced, okay? And it just wasn't, wasn't connecting with the market that was going through, okay? So just because it doesn't work for me doesn't mean that it won't work for other artists and I want to say is with you know because I know lots of other artists who do do markets but for me those were the lessons I learned I learned about my time about my management and it forced me to find a smarter way for me to sell my prints and to grow my business which is what I have now the third thing I want to talk about is photographing your work for prints now I used to photograph my own work I had access to a, a great camera when I was working in the art department so I taught myself how to photograph my work I thought <laughs> back naively 10 years ago that I was doing great photos and great color matching on photoshop and stuff because I had access to all of that stuff all right but now looking back I was like yeah no some of those prints weren't perfect <laughs> they weren't color matched properly and I don't even want to know. Um, I'm glad I didn't sell many of the prints back in that season in my business because the quality wasn't the best. Okay. Now I went at that from a position of saving time. What I learned from that when I switched to outsourcing and getting someone else to scan or photograph my work. Yes, it was an investment, but the investment is tiny in compared to the returns you're going to get. I learned quickly the value of not having to do that. It saved me time, it saved me energy, but it also produced a quality product. And I know for the level of my brand, I want something that is swish. I want something that is colors are on point. Okay, so as close to the original as possible. You shouldn't, ideally, um, you shouldn't be able to tell the difference. It gave me more confidence when I was going and selling my prints because I had a quality product I was happy selling. I've had no returns on my prints so far, touch wood. And I'm now getting really great Google reviews. You can go check out Natalie Parker Studio on Google and check out those reviews that are coming through for the prints. So that was my little other little lesson in my business was trying to figure things out. Yes, I can go learn photographing my prints and I did and I've been that way and you know sometimes it's great but then sometimes it's also great to switch and to learn the value of outsourcing.
So here's the thing. In my business, I've had more failures than successes. Okay, so if I track every art show and every market and every email that I've sent out with the unsubscribes and collections that I've launched, I've been through multiple websites, all this kind of stuff, way more failures than successes. Yet despite this, I've continued to grow my art business slowly and now I have this beautiful business and lifestyle that I love regardless of those failures. Because here's what I chose to do. I chose to have this concept of nothing is wasted. I've chosen to view my failures as learning lessons. Each experience has taught me something new. It's allowed me to refine my business and focus more on what works well for my particular target market and style. Because here's the thing, even the art business program, and I tell my students this from the start, you design your art business around what works for you. What works for me may not work for you and you may not float your boat, okay? You may not be into it. So you pick what works for you. The only way you know what works for you through your business is by trying things. Nothing is wasted. And when you go, you know, say you've done a couple of shows and they may not have been as successful as you wanted, then you go do another one. You're not starting over again. You're starting from a position of experience. You already know, even with that big art show, I already know how to put on a show really well. I know how to prepare. I know how to get my work ready. I know how to do my marketing. I know how to do my follow-up sales and get sales at the other end as well. I've taught myself all of that from the multiple times. So I come at it from a position of experience. The only way you and your business will grow is to try and to test new things. I want you to be a scientist in your business, to analyze what is and what isn't working well, and to make those changes in your business to keep you moving forward. Because nothing is wasted, everything is a valuable learning experience. The more you go through this stuff, these challenges in business, the cleverer you're going to get, the more experienced, the more knowledgeable, and the more streamlined your business is going to become. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this little heart to heart and it's encouraged you. I'm here, like you know, every week to support you, to encourage you, to inspire you and to equip you to build the art business of your dreams. So if you've loved this episode, take a screenshot, tag me in at Natalie Parker Studio and I will be back here next week with another potty for you to help you grow in your art business. Talk to you then, lovely. Bye.